Finding Fit Podcast, Episode 1, Where It All Begins. Hello and welcome to the Episode 1, the grand launch, the big splash, Where It All Begin. I'm your host, Eric, and this week we're going to do some brief introductions and we'll be looking at a way to find fit. So let's start by getting something out of the way early. I'm by no means a buff personal trainer or a gym rat or somebody who even loves going to the gym every day, but I am an everyday guy. And in 2014, I woke up one morning and found myself at uh, five foot nine, 350 pounds, and a 52 to 54 inch waist thereabouts. Uh, I was a 52 in my pants, but they were getting a little snug. At that point, I kind of decided that it was... Uh, Definitely time that I needed to make a change in my lifestyle. If uh, I wanted to live to see 50, uh, I guess I would have been 46 or 47 at that point. And it just was not a, a good situation for me. And over the, I guess the, the following two years, I took myself down to about 150 pounds. I think at my lightest, I was probably 146. That was probably a little too light for me and, and my body structure at the time. But that's where, where I had gotten to. 2017 was, was not the best of years in, in terms of my diet and fitness. I guess I drank a little too much of my own Kool-Aid, kind of believed too much in the success I'd had, and kind of backed off on both the, the fitness side of things and kind of the watching of what I was eating. And I managed to put on about 50 or 60 pounds uh, through 2018. That... Uh, come November of 2017 was uh, a bit of a wake-up call when I needed to go out and buy some new pants because things were getting a little snug again. I'd already thrown out what I kind of classified as my fat clothes. So I put the brakes on things. I said, that's it. We're, we're not going to go down this road anymore. We're going to turn things around and got back on the, the diet and fitness bandwagon and kind of went back to the, the things that, that had worked for me the first time. And the weight's been coming off. I guess at my, my heaviest, I was 226 in November. And right now, I am uh, down significantly from that. And uh, we will touch on that in a, in a few minutes. But one of the key things to, to note was in November, when I kind of turned things or decided it was time to turn things back around and, and get back on the bandwagon, it felt like a huge failure. I was was really miserable with myself that that I had allowed myself to get back to that size or not the size because I wasn't back to 350 pounds again, but but back to a size that that was significantly overweight. Um, and there was nothing worse than than walking through the office and and people looking at you who. You know, I'd kind of seen you at your biggest work your way down to 150 pounds. And as they walked past you, as, as I'd gained the weight uh, through 2017, just kind of like give you that up and down look like, oh my God, what has happened? And, and that was probably one of the, the most devastating things uh, to, to deal with in, in the failure. So when I was getting uh, back on track in November, I had to kind of try to take inventory on how I had put on the weight through 2017, what, what had gone wrong from when I had lost all the weight uh, in the previous two years. 
uh, I, I actually on maintained during my weight loss that that weight loss was simple, but maintaining it long term was going to be hard, and and that that definitely proved to be true. Uh, what I basically came up with was I wasn't accountable anymore. I had gotten down to a a goal weight or a weight that I had set for myself. I had then stopped weighing myself uh, regularly. Uh, we had moved into a, a house where my Wi-Fi scale uh, couldn't connect up to the Wi-Fi. And it just was always in the way in the, the master bathroom. So I had tucked it away in a box. Uh, didn't need it. I was 150 pounds, 152 pounds, 146 pounds, bouncing in that area. Just had no need for it. As well as logging, uh, we had taken a trip away. During that trip, my eight or nine hundred days of consecutive logging my food uh, came to an end because I couldn't get online for a couple days. Uh, when we got back from the trip, uh, I never really picked up the logging again, and that really, I think, was the start of of the the slide we can call it. So. When I picked things back up, I, I took inventory of these items, and, and one of the things that, that really stood out was the logging of my food every day on MyFitnessPal, the stepping on my scale uh, two, three times a week was part of my being accountable. It gave me that benchmark. It really fueled me to, to kind of keep on track on a daily basis. And, and I'm a big believer that that accountability is, is what's one of the biggest keys to the success during your weight loss. So each week we're going to have a, a weekly check-in segment on the show where I will check in with, with you, the listeners, on my progress and where I am. And hopefully uh, over time as we, we gain some listeners, uh, you will feel comfortable sharing uh, your weekly check-ins with me and I will share them with, with those who are listening. Uh, this is a, a journey podcast. It is us both learning from each other and hopefully we find ways to make it interactive either through Twitter, Facebook or, or any other uh, social mediums and stuff like that. So for my weekly check-in this week, I am weighing at 185.5, which is, is up a little bit from last week, surprisingly. Uh, but that's not uh, completely unheard of, uh, even though my, my eating's been on point the last week. Uh, sometimes water retention, sore muscles, whatever, uh, causes our weight to, to fluctuate by a couple pounds here and there. So we'll kind of see where things go throughout the week. Uh, my body fat percentage is down to about 17%, I think is what the scale said this morning. So we're, we're making progress. We are definitely trending in the right direction. So tune in next week and we'll see where my scales uh, are telling me that I've made my progress. And again, if you're listening to this, feel free to uh, fire me a message on Twitter, uh, Finding Fit Podcast, and uh, let me know what, what your victories are. Uh, through the introductions, and that's probably the most boring part of the whole episode, uh, I'm hoping anyways, is I talked a bit about accountability. And my belief is, is we need to be accountable uh, in this journey. We need people around us that are going to support us, encourage us, uh, and we need to be accountable to those people and, and to ourselves. Uh, too often, it, it becomes easy when we're not accountable that we can very easily... Uh, sneak in a, a Snickers bar 
or grab you know something that we shouldn't eat and well i just won't log that today and we'll talk a little more about accountability uh later in this episode and, and definitely throughout future episodes but the podcast why am i even out here why am i sharing my story and, and what do i hope to achieve uh back in December, I guess, over Christmas holidays, I was working out at the gym and working with a trainer there, and we had kind of talked about uh, dieting and, and weight loss over the holidays and, and how challenging that could be for people. And through that, he, he had kind of said, you know, wow, he goes, you, you've got some, some interesting ideas on it. You, you need to, to kind of share those with people. Have you thought about starting a blog? or starting a podcast, and or working with people here at the gym. And at, to that point, I, I hadn't really thought much about it. Uh, I had felt like a failure. I felt I had dropped, failed myself. I had failed the people around me and really never put much thought into it. it. It kind of planted a seed that over the next three or four weeks, I had decided that, that you know what, maybe maybe I would try to, to share the, my story try to share the, the struggles that I was having, uh, try and share a little bit of, about what I was going through in hopes that it would inspire or motivate or, or help somebody else. And, and most importantly, it would give me yet another means to be accountable to, to other people, keeping me on track uh, in my journey as I'm going through and, and trying to get off those last 15 uh, or 20 pounds. So if you're new and you are just kind of getting started or you kind of had the New Year's resolutions to, to be fit in 2018, fallen off the rails, gotten back on the rails a couple times, uh, where do we start? Where How do we, we get things going? For me, uh, I started back in 2014 by just waking up one morning and saying, I'm going to log my food. I'm going to just see how much I really am eating on a daily basis because I had no idea. Uh, most of my adult life, I had overeaten. I had been overweight uh, pretty much from the graduation of high school. I just had no idea what healthy eating was, what a normal portion even looked like. Uh, so I, I basically signed up for an account on my fitness pal, and they make it, make it as easy as possible. For you to to log your food on a regular basis, and I'd logged everything for two days. At the end of the two days, I, I hadn't planned on making any changes in my diet. Uh, I just wanted to know what I was eating and where I sat on the caloric scale. And I looked at you know the food that was going in and just decided I can cut some stuff out, and that's what I started doing. There was a doctor back in 2011 that obviously was, was concerned for the size that I'd become and basically said to me, make small changes, just little changes every day. If you take two cream in your coffee, cut it back to one cream. If you take two sugars, cut it back to one cream. Just make the little, the little changes and each one of those small change, he claimed, would apt add up to about one pound or two pounds of weight loss per change a year. Seemed pretty simple to me at the time. So I, I took his advice. I switched from drinking my Tim Hortons double-double, uh, which if you're from Canada is pretty much a staple of, of most Canadians, which is two cream, two sugar, and uh, a coffee. And switched to black with a sweetener and did that for a year. And guess what? 
at the end of the year, I was still fat and I was still gaining weight. You can't get through making those little changes. You need to take a complete look at your lifestyle. You need to change significantly. If you've gotten to the point where you're a 30 BMI and significantly overweight or as I was morbidly obese, uh, you, you need to make drastic changes. The, the little changes don't make that big a difference. I see the Canadian Health Organization promoting a website, don'tchangemuch.com, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes, where they're, they're advocating these little changes. You know, cut one thing out, make a small change here, go for a 10-minute walk. But the reality is, is that's not working for most people. The reason is, is people have got themselves convinced now that I can go and, and eat a Big Mac or a you know, giant hamburger with fries and a huge soda, and then I'll go for a, a 30-minute walk. Well, the reality is, is to walk off that much food and that, that, those kind of calories, you're, you're going to be walking for days. You're not going to work off a 12 or 1400 calorie lunch by, by going for a, a 30 minute walk back to your car. It just doesn't work that way. So if you're just starting out, I, I cannot advocate enough. Get an account on a food logging website, one preferably with a, a decent app that you can Log things easily. The easier it is to log your food, the more you're going to do it. Buy a weight scale. Uh, weigh yourself. It really sucks getting on the scale if you've put weight on or you're just getting started and you haven't weighed yourself in 1, 2, 5, 10, 15 years or whatever it's been. It sucks. Trust me, I know. You step on that scale and, and you're somewhat shocked. You're embarrassed. You're You're alone. You're naked in your bathroom, and you are embarrassed by the number on the scale. I get that, but you need to know. You need that benchmark. You need to have that number in your head so you can move forward. You can't move forward on things that you don't know about. But go out and buy yourself a food scale for the kitchen. Leave it on the counter. Every piece of food that you get, you weigh. You are making lunch. You weigh the turkey that you're putting into the lunch. You scan the loaf of bread or the buns or whatever it is you happen to be eating so it gets logged. You weigh the meat that you're putting on the sandwich. You log every condiment that you're putting in. And at the end of the day, you'll see where you are on your food. You'll see, oh, you know, I'm eating 2,800 calories a day, but... The average person in, in you know my age group and my type of job is only burning two you know two thousand or twenty two hundred. That's you know six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred calories a day that you are now uh, storing as fat. But until you start logging it, you won't know any of this information. So the the logging becomes key. I've mentioned the MyFitnessPal website, which is owned by Under Armour, and it's the site that I use. Uh, some people are, are not big fans of it. They, they don't like the fact that it gives you the ability to add food uh, to the database, which is shared globally. So if I go in and I add uh, Derek's black bean burrito breakfast wrap, and you happen to be wanting to log a, a breakfast wrap that you've made, you could just use my wrap. And the problem is, is, is mine may be totally different in, in construction and in calorie density than yours. 
but there is a lot of items in that database with a green check mark that uh, are verified is kind of from the restaurant or the the food manufacturer if it's in package and it has the the biggest database that that I've found so it's the one that I use if you're using a different one please let me know you can uh, share it uh, with me on Twitter or Facebook and you can find links to both the Twitter and the Facebook account through the findingfitpodcast.com website um but yeah, so my fitness pal is kind of where I where I log my food. I have my Fitbit uh, account uh, attached to the my fitness pal account. I also have my Garmin account attached to the my fitness pal account, so that any exercise that I do, those calories are, are calculated into the my fitness pal's calculations, uh, as well as my weight. And my scale, I use a, a Fitbit area scale, which is a, a Wi-Fi scale that moder- monitors your your weight and your percentage of body fat and automatically uploads that to the Fitbit website, which will then automatically sync with, with MyFitnessPal. And you can find me on both of those sites, actually, uh, through the, the website, the findingfitpodcast.com. I will post up links to my social profiles on those sites as well. So that is, is where we're going to get to start. That's how we, we need to start this ball rolling, is, is by looking at our food. Uh, I joked when I was losing the weight for the, the two years previously, getting down from, from 350 pounds, that losing weight is easy. All you have to do is put the fork down. And and to an extent, I believe that. It, it's having the the drive, the will to keep that fork down. And I've never really been a big fan of so-called cheat days. Uh, I think the only person you're cheating is yourself. My attitude through the, the, the two years that I was losing all the weight, and again since November of last year, is I can eat anything I want. And it's very simple. It just has to fit within my caloric intake for the day. Uh, weight loss is a very simple process. You burn more calories than you consume, you will lose weight. So if I wanted to go for an ice cream on a Sunday night with my kids and I knew a McDonald's Sunday was 280 calories, I knew that I had to basically free up or have 280 calories available uh, within my daily limit uh, for the end of dinner on that night so that I could go have that ice cream with the kids. I didn't do without the ice cream. I didn't put myself in a position where I was forbidden from having any of these foods. I needed to make them work in my daily calorie goal. And that's pretty much how I did it for two years. And in 2017, like I've kind of covered already, I, I, I lost track of that. Uh, I've been back on track for about 134 days now. Sometimes I feel like I, I belong to a 12-step program in counting the days of continuous logging and, and being on point with my eating. Uh, it's it just kind of motivation for me, I guess. Uh, when you get past the, the five days, 10 days, 20 days of consecutive logging and, and eating properly, you don't want to see that streak slip away. So it, it kind of forces you to, to stay on track. But I, I still log everything that, that I eat, even on days when I don't eat as well as I should. Uh, I still try to be under my, my caloric intake for the day, but, but there is times where we go out for dinner 
and there's just not a lot of options on the menu. So I look for something that's fairly low in calories or something that at least fits with what I have left for the day and make that work. Uh, it was it was kind of a, a big jump off point for me getting started was making this decision not to drink my calories. I had decided that drinking my calories was was probably one of my biggest issues uh, for me personally. I was drinking immense amount of, of soda on a daily basis uh, into the neighborhood of four to six cans of Coke probably within a day. And couple that with four or five uh, coffees with two cream and two sugars, I was probably pretty close to my my daily calorie limit just in beverages uh, without the food that I was taking in. So uh, I switched to basically water and black coffee with a sweetener, and that kind of stuck from when the doctor had told me about it in 2011. Uh, I switched to that for the year. really didn't do anything for me overall, but I got used to my coffee that way. So I kind of continued uh, even after that just to, that's how I drink my coffee. That's how I always have drank my coffee since then. And so then we, we were kind of moving past how we're getting started here and, and into that accountability piece that I mentioned early on in the show. And you really need to be accountable, um, whether it be a workout group, whether it be your, your family, it, it makes things easier for you and you know finding that group uh, of like-minded individuals is pretty important in the process for me uh, my fitness pal um, I connected with a couple people on there early on when I first created my account and the encouragement that they provided every time you stepped on the scale and you'd lost a couple pounds and telling you congratulations the you know finishing your food diary for the day and being under your caloric intake and you know that those little things that were kind of shared via the social aspect of, of my fitness pal was what kind of fueled me to keep going. And then, as I said uh, a few minutes ago, the streak you, you start building consecutive days of, of food being logged, consecutive days of being under your calorie or at your calorie goal. You you really don't want to to end that, and you look at. How do I make the decisions to, to keep that streak going? And that kind of accountability really, really makes it easy to, to carry this on beyond a, you know, one week, two week, three week kind of thing. Like I said, I'm at 135 days right now. I think I was somewhere in the neighborhood of 900, 965 day streak when uh, we went away on that vacation that I couldn't get online to log. And when I came home, just kind of gave up on logging altogether. And I really feel that as, as much as a lot of the reasons for me going into my slide uh, through 2017 and putting the weight back on are nothing more than excuses, they it really started with the not weighing myself on a regular basis and not logging my food. I was eating too much and not weighing myself. So I'm sure I went from 150 to, to 155 to 160 to, to 175. And because I wasn't weighing myself, I didn't know it. I, I didn't, I knew I'd put a bit of weight on, but eh, it was okay. I would go out uh, after band practice 
uh, have a bite to eat with the the band, have a, a beer or a coffee uh, with my food, and it'd be well, it's okay. You know, I, I will kind of clean things up next week. Starting Sunday, I will be back on track, and never really got to it. So, you know, making that commitment to start, just start by logging your food. Once you have a few days food logged and you're looking back at your logs, you, you'll probably see some definite trends on, on where the, the extra calories are coming from, where you can make some adjustments. But until you, you see that kind of information, it's really pointless to, to jump on any one bandwagon. And, and through the course of this podcast, because this is a journey for me, let's, let's not forget that. Uh, I, I had success. I, I had a failure. But that failure led to this podcast. That failure led to, to me making the decisions and learning from it, uh, but making the decision to, to share my story a little bit as I, I get back on track and get back to where uh, I need to be. And, and I won't get down to 145, 150 pounds again. That's not my goal. I don't think that was good for me. I don't think that weight uh, was key or instrumental in in my success and i'm going to talk about kind of that whole process of setting goals in, in a future episode and some of the struggles i had with setting goals uh, both now and uh, back then uh, as i was losing the weight but uh, we, we'll cover those in future episodes but the key is is to to start logging your food today uh, make sure that what you're you're eating you're aware of and how big are the portions that you're eating those two things will you know, be a catalyst to to move you forward so we know how we're going to get started now and we also know uh that, that we need to be accountable accountable to ourselves and and pro- preferably some sort of outside party or parties that will will kind of keep us on track I think that's kind of a good place to close off our stuff, our information on accountability and and how we get started. And from there, I think uh, we'll just kind of wrap things up with a a little bit uh, about the podcast. Uh, I hope to bring you some some interesting information, entertaining guests. I spend a ton of time researching this stuff and going over everything from fad diets, which I do not believe in. I'm not a big believer in keto. I am not a big believer in paleo. Uh, I think they do work. I think they work for some people. I'm just not convinced they, they will work for me. And so much of this process is is individual. You can not take a, a cookie cutter approach to it because what's going to work for me may not work for you 100%. And we need to try to figure out the keys that to our own success. And I'm hoping that you know some of the additional information that I share Will will help you uh, make decisions of what's going to be successful for you. Successful for you, and and maybe some of the things that I've done will work for you, or maybe they won't. And I, I would love to hear about those as well. I like, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not a fitness guru. I am not uh, a nutritionist by any stretch. I like I said at the top of the show. I'm a, an average guy. I'm an IT manager. I am 50 years old and five foot nine and 185 pounds today. Uh, but I have great comfort in the fact that 
I am five foot nine and 185 pounds today, and not five foot nine and 350 pounds as I was in, in 2014, or even worse, uh, six feet under. And that was the path I was heading. So, uh, you know, this is a journey. This is a journey podcast. We are going to, to learn together. I will share everything that I come across as I come across it. I will bring some of those individuals on as guests. Uh, I am working on a, a couple of guests uh, who train people at my gym, uh, very inspirational people, and hopefully they will agree to join us uh, on future episodes. So that kind of wraps things up for episode one. Thank you so much for listening in and breaking ground with me at the start of this this journey that's new to me. And if you are well into your journey and you have plenty of feedback or information you want to share, uh, the website is the uh, findingfitpodcast.com and you can reach me through social media from that site or there is a contact us or you can email show at findingfitpodcast.com and I will get those emails and I will do my best to respond and share those messages online if you choose. 